so critically acclaimed. Welcome back to the Not So Critically Acclaimed podcast. I'm Laura and very excited for this week again. If you didn't watch or listen to my first episode because you've already seen Pretty Little Liars, I just wanted to preface with the message that I said at the beginning of that episode and that is I hope everyone is still staying safe and staying healthy and I'm sending my good wishes to everyone. And also I just wanted to wish any fellow seniors a happy graduation. Um, It's a major accomplishment. We finished four years of extremely hard work. So if you are like me and you graduated and had your own in-home virtual graduation, hoping for your in-person graduation to happen soon, then I'm sending you my wishes and congratulations. But anyway, let's get into Pretty Little Liars. So just want to start by prefacing again that this show was like amazing when we were younger or years ago when we were first watching it. I remember that it was like the most social show ever. It won every award at every award show. Um, so I have a lot of thoughts and opinions about it as this was my favorite show growing up. So first I'll just start with favorite and least favorite characters and what I thought about all the characters. So for the main girls, I freaking love Spencer. She was obviously the brains of the team, but she was also really witty and like funny in her and sarcastic in her comments, which is very much like my personality. So I really loved her. Um, but I really loved especially when she made fun of the stupid things that Hannah would say. Like one episode, I remember they were going to spy on Jenna and Spencer is nagging Hannah to be quiet. And Hannah goes, oh, please, Jenna's de- Jenna's blind. She can't hear us. And Spencer is just like, I'm not even going to go there. And she makes a look and it's and then Hannah's like, you know what I mean? And I just laugh so hard and I love those. My second favorite would probably be Aria, just because she's also had some like really great lines, and I absolutely love Lucy Hale. Um, Hannah next, just because of her funny lines, and clearly I just look for humor in these people. I liked Emily the least, and I liked Allie in the flashbacks and when she was reunited with the girls, but not at all like in the time jump with her crazy fiancé, and then she got pregnant, and I honestly totally forgot about the whole time jump because I really did not enjoy that part of the show at all. I think most people didn't at either. Like Season 5 was a clear way to end the show with wrapping it up with who A was. They go off to college and then they had to do a time jump and bring it back to when they were adults. And I just didn't really love that. Okay, then parents and families and who everyone is and who I liked and didn't like. So... First, Arya's mom was the best mom, I think, Ella Montgomery, um, and then Emily's mom, and then I really just did not like Hannah or Spencer's mom. Spencer's mom was pretty obvious, but like Hannah's mom, people probably went back and forth. I just didn't like how much she was willing to do, like all the illegal stuff she had to do to get Hannah out of trouble and get herself out of trouble. It was just a whole thing. Um, and then I have to say... Um, Aria and Allie. Oh, okay. Before I talk about siblings, the dads, we're not even going to talk about the dads because they were all bad except for Emily's dad, in my opinion. Um, and then siblings. Okay. Aria and Allie had the hottest brothers ever. Mike, who was played by Cody Christian, was, um, Aria's brother and he's now on All American which is my latest obsession and I cannot wait to be done binging so I can talk about it on the podcast because I freaking loved it. 
or I freaking love it. And then Jason, who is Allie's brother, was played by Drew Van Acker. And I'm sorry, but wow, he was just drop dead gorgeous. And I, I can't believe how beautiful he was. Then, I mean, Hannah's stepsister and stepmom were awful. Kate and Meredith sucked. Melissa, Spencer's sister, was shady, but I love Tori DeVito. And like I mentioned in the One Tree Hill episode of the podcast, she's been in like literally every teen drama. She was in The Vampire Diaries. She was in One Tree Hill. Um, She's now in Chicago Med. So she's great and I love her. And fun fact, she was married to Paul Wesley from One Tree Hill, or not JK, not from One Tree Hill, Paul Wesley, who played Stefan in The Vampire Diaries, if you watch that. Um, and then, obviously, the sibling with the elephant in the room was uh, Spencer and her twin, Alex. And then, of course, Charlotte or Charles or Cece, whatever she's going to go by, obviously didn't love that whole storyline. And she was British. It's very unsettling, but I'll get into that later. Other characters I just really didn't like and vibe with, but, like, you weren't supposed to like them. And there's honestly a long list, and I was surprised I was able to remember a lot of these people's names. Shauna, who was killed. Sydney, who was, like, minor character. Paige was annoying. Garrett was killed. Ian was killed. Jenna, obviously. Darren Wilden, killed. Ren, didn't like him. Nate St. Germain. Um, Noel, I honestly totally forgot about Noel until I looked him up. And I also, it's just so crazy that he was beheaded. Um, and then Mona, never really sure how I felt about Mona and how her story played into it, but I'll get back to her when we talk about like A and everything. So obviously I have to talk about relationships because you guys know me. That is my priority when it comes to TV shows, especially teen dramas. My number one ship of all time was Spencer and Toby, Spoby. I freaking love them. And I love that it seemed like two random people to be put together, especially at the beginning when Toby was like super sketchy and they thought maybe he was A or he was, you know, he had that relationship with Jenna. But I'm glad that they did like become a thing and apparently they were endgame only because one the fans received it really well and Troy and Belisario and Keegan Allen who played Spencer and Toby respectively got along really great in real life and so the um, showrunners and producers were like this works let's keep it and I remember always seeing their Instagram posts um, with especially with like Spoby merchandise there was like a shirt that said team Spoby and they would be like piggyback riding they were so cute I was I just loved them um but also, I just have to mention, I mean, I'll mention the differences between the books and the show later, but just a fun thing to mention now. Like, in comparison to the books, this is a major change because Toby actually dies in the second book um, in of Pretty Little Liars, and he and Spencer were, like, never a thing. Um, I mean, like I said, I read into the ninth book, and I don't remember who Spencer was with, if she was with anybody. Um, it was a really long time ago, so I don't remember. But I think that's just really crazy, and I'm going to talk about other, like, extremely different, extremely different situations that happened in the book also a little bit later. But some of my favorite moments and scenes um, for Spoby was, of course, when they were staking out Jenna's apartment and they play Scrabble. And then, you know, Toby gets her a present later for like graduation or her birthday or anniversary or something with that little S piece of Scrabble on a necklace. And I was like, oh, my God, that is everything. And then when but then it was really heartbreaking to see when like Spencer was finding out that Toby was like working for a um 
where he was a at least she thought like their anniversary episode and she found him in the house looking for that um that e lamb ethan lamb like id card and then she slapped him and it was and she's like tears in her eyes and then she cries outside of his apartment or something and that was like then the start of like the whole spiral where then she went into the woods and saw Toby lying face down with like the helmet on and seeing his tattoo thinking he was dead and of course that sent her into Radley and that was like a whole depressing situation and I didn't really love that but it was kind of like this is going to sound a little bit twisted but everything at that point was just showing how much she loved Toby so it was kind of quote-unquote romantic I don't know that sounds weird but then eventually by the end when Spencer pretends to work with A2 and she finally learns that Toby was actually alive and they reunited and you know um when she has to like confront him being like I would never be able to do that to you and he's like I know I'm sorry and then they get back together and it was so cute and I loved it um but then in the time jump I honestly believe that Spoby fans were robbed Toby was engaged to someone else who then died which made him like obviously an event put him in a very vulnerable space and Spencer wasn't going to jump on that meanwhile Spencer was with other people and I don't know. And I really feel like Spencer and Toby were the only people who didn't get like their big ending. You know, Emily had her thing with Allie and Aria and Ezra got married and um, Hannah and Caleb were engaged. And I think they even got um, pregnant or something. I don't know. But they, I know like Marlene King, who is the creator of the show, thought that like, oh, Toby was the only one who was able to recognize Spencer between Alex and Spencer. So that was a big like romantic gesture and that kind of thing. But like, and she thought that was enough for Spoby fans. But I'll tell you, no, it was not. And a lot of people were upset about this afterward. And I remember watching interviews afterward and Marlene King specifically said that, yeah, I guess a lot of fans weren't um, super happy with the Spoby ending and they wanted more. And I'm like, yes, they should have gotten more and didn't feel like a true get back together moment. Other couples didn't really care for Hannah and Caleb too much, even though I know they're most people's favorite on the show. Just not my fave, you know, like they're cute and everything, but I wasn't like head over heels. Um, and then Emily never had good relationships. Only person I ever really liked with her as well as everyone else was Maya, of course. Um, and her relationship with Allie was just so forced in my opinion and unrequited love. So I was like, I'm not into this. Aryan Ezra, I didn't like, and I'll tell you why. I mean, everyone's going to say this, but literally the show literally condoned the student teacher relationship and that's just not okay. I was also, and this is going to be like unpopular opinion probably probably but I was team Aria and Jason in the books they gave more background to this relationship and how Aria like always had a crush on Jason when she was younger and they had like some certain situations where they were like encountered one another when she was at Allie's house and everything and so in the books they alluded to it um, as they got older and then in the episodes now, in like the TV show, I really enjoyed those episodes where Arya was having second thoughts about her and Ezra. And, you know, like that one episode where they think Jason's stalking her, but he really just likes her and he kisses her. But then she's like, I have someone. I'm like, no, you should be with Jason. And then at the time jump, you learn that Arya and Jason had been together. And if it hadn't been for stupid Ezra, they would have stayed together. And then the whole time, then Ezra gets up in that whole situation with that other girl who he thought was dead, but then she wasn't and she was kidnapped or something and he was still engaged with Arya. It was a whole weird thing and I really didn't like that and it bothered me. Okay, but that's that for relationships. Then back to, I think, the major storyline for the show, obviously, is 
what were the thoughts on A? So overall, all of us knew when watching the show, A was the main component of the show and what linked all the stories in the end. So we all imagine that similar to Gossip Girl, the final episode would unravel who A was, you know, why they were A, show the master plan of how things were like done and how things were planted. And so they definitely did this a bit in the season two finale with Mona and the season five finale with Cece or Charlotte or Charles. Um, but I didn't like, honestly, how they were. there were two A's. Personally, I think the Cece as A storyline was more interesting just because it was way more twisted and it was like not easy to figure out because they threw so many different things in there. Whereas Mona was kind of obvious, you know, she was bullied by Allie. She was then became friends with Hannah to get close to them. And, you know, but then she was being pushed away as Hannah became friends with um, Spencer, Aria and Emily again. So I think it was pretty obvious. I did really like the season five finale, how Cece kind of walked you through her whole plan and how everything was done and all the near deaths and how she managed to do things. And honestly, like most people and I will agree that like the show probably should have ended at season five because the last two seasons with the time jump, like they somewhat ruined it by having the third A and putting like Alex as Spencer's twin. That was just way twisted. Um... I also didn't really like how every single mid-season or season finale always led up to this final scene where someone in the black hoodie would turn around revealing them to be A and we always thought it was them, you know, whether it was Ezra or Toby or Spencer and then it wasn't. It's just like, why do we get our hopes up for this reveal when we know it's not real? Okay, so I mentioned that there are a lot of differences between the book and the movies or the TV show and I'll just let you know that there are about like at least 15 books I think I've only read like nine ish um, and I also read them a really long time ago so I don't remember all the major differences but there were big enough ones that I still remember because they were just that drastic Um, so in the book I already said this Toby dies and he and Spencer were never a thing also Emily has a sister in the book instead of being an only child in the show and Emily's actually bisexual and ends up getting pregnant at some point And I think she gives up the baby. I don't remember. But, like, that is obviously not in the show. Maya is alive in the books. I don't remember what happened to her and her and Emily and everything. But I just know that she's alive. And then, of course, the main difference is that is slightly used in the the show is the twins angle. So in the show, we know that Mrs. De Laurentiis has five kids, not all with the same guy. Um, Jason, Charles, who became transgender to Charlotte or Cece, Allie, and then twins Spencer and Alex. So in the book, Allie is the one with the twin and her name is Courtney. And they go back and forth explaining how the night Allie went missing, that was actually Courtney pretending to be Allie, but I'm honestly still confused about the whole thing. And I think the point was that they were really friends with Courtney, who was pretending to be Allie, and then Courtney ended up killing Allie or something. I really don't remember again. It was a while ago, but it was very twisted to begin with. Um, So if you want to read the books, they weren't all that great, but you could totally do that during quarantine just to see how the show was like completely different than the the books. Um, Also, the TV show did have some spinoffs. So there was Ravenswood, which was like a nearby town of Rosewood, and it was like a place where really creepy things happened. I watched the first season, but then it got canceled and I really didn't like it. Um, so I wasn't too upset. Um, Brett Dyer, who is actually um, Michael in Jane the Virgin was in it when he was younger. And Tyler Blackburn, who played Caleb from Pretty Little Liars, like went on it and was like the main star or guest star. I was really confused, but it didn't do well. 
And then more recently, there was The Perfectionist, and it was all about Allie and Mona, who now work at this fancy prep school in a new town. And there are like a lot of secrets and murders there. Um, Sophia Carson from Disney Channel was in it. I tried watching it, but honestly, it was just a copycat of Pretty Little Liars, and I didn't like that, and obviously other fans didn't either, because then it was canceled after one season also. So, didn't really love that, and they haven't been successful with coming up with that kind of stuff. Um, Otherwise, I have some fun facts that I had remembered some of them, didn't know others, but I thought it would be fun to share. So the actress um, who played Allie, Sasha Petersa, I think I'm butchering her last name, but regardless, she was only 13 years old in the pilot episode, which is insane because she does not look 13. I'm like, I did not look 13. I did not look like that when I was 13. Also, apparently, Ashley Tisdale, who we all know from High School Musical and The Sweet Love, Zack and Cody, was offered a role in the show, um, but she turned it down so she could audition for Hellcats, which got canceled after like one or two seasons, so kind of a mistake, I guess. Um, Garrett Reynolds, who we know as, you know, Officer Garrett Reynolds in the show, is Paolo from the Lizzie McGuire movie, which is honestly so insane because they look so different, but it really is him. So you should go watch that and give that a look. Um, Allie's last name, De Laurentiis, is actually an anagram for the phrase Liars United, you know, because that was the whole premise of the show. Pretty little liar, don't trust a pretty girl with or never trust a pretty girl with an ugly secret that was i remember like the tagline um speaking of the taglines and secrets ashley benson who played hannah suggested the show's infamous theme song which is very creepy um it's called secret so she thought it matched the show and we know got a secret can you keep it taking this one to the grave you know two can keep a secret if one of them is dead but we know then the other thing is lucy hale does that like shh thing where she puts her finger to her lip and makes this sound um during the tra- the theme and the intro video whatever it is apparently she never knew that her finger was crooked when she was lining it with her mouth and the um, producers never told her so she was really embarrassed about that um and i wonder why they chose her to be like the um lead for that but whatever Another thing, after the show wrapped, the cast has matching, got matching tattoos on their fingers. So Aria, Emily, Hannah, Spencer, Allie, and Mona, all the girls who played them, got matching tattoos on one of their fingers. And it's the initial of their names of their characters. And there's a period right after and their lowercase except for the M. So that was pretty cool. And then the last thing I think is really cool is Lucy Hale had a song called Lie a Little Better. Really like it. It's country. Um, And it was obviously about a guy she had a crush on. And pretty recently, she actually revealed who it was about. And it was about none other than Drew Van Acker, who played Jason in the show, Um, which makes me really happy because, you know, I wanted them to be together on the show, but they're not together in real life either. So no one wins. But anyway... That's all the facts and knowledge and commentary I have on Pretty Little Liars. If you're interested in rewatching it, it will be coming to HBO Max in a few weeks, May 27th. Um, so that's exciting. You know, if you want to rewatch it and remember all the crazy things that happened, because I don't remember everything. And then the other thing, if you're a diehard fan, which I pretty much am, but I don't really want to pay, um, they're doing a cast reunion this Friday, May 15th at 3 p.m. Eastern time on this site called Cast for Good. So that's cast, C-A-S-T, the number four, and good, G-O-O-D. It's all one word. And you have to pay for tickets, but it's only like $15, and all proceeds go to Feeding America. 
Um, obviously, this isn't an ad or something. I'm just saying if you're a big fan and you really care, um, but it's going to be like a Zoom session or some virtual event with the entire cast. So all the main five girls plus Mona, Ezra, um, Caleb, I think, and Marlene King, who is the creator of the show. And if you even really want, you can pay even more, like around $95 or something to get a one-on-one video session with any one of the cast members participating. And you can, you know, ask the questions, you'll get to save the recording session, and you can take like screenshot pictures with them. So if you're interested in that, that's just something I saw popped up on Instagram this week. You can check that out. And that um, site is going to be doing other cast reunions, I think, too. They did Roswell, which I didn't watch, but they're probably going to do other ones. So you might want to check that out if you're a diehard fan of one of these similar shows. But otherwise, that's it for Not So Critically Acclaimed Podcast. I'll be back next week with another show. Again, sending my good wishes and health to everyone and another congratulations to any class of 2020 grads. Bye.